Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. This is Gus from RedressForDummies.org. And tonight we're doing Rock and the Word, episode 168. Sean's going to lead us through the... Uh, Word through the Bible, give us some lessons to ponder on for the rest of the week. We'll uh, we'll be back for a health show on Tuesday and the law show on Wednesday. We're here three times a week, always at nine Eastern, uh, six PM Pacific, and you can find the details at redressfordummies.org. And uh, with that, I'm going to turn it over to Sean, and we're going to get started. Hey, everybody. Normally, I, uh, <laughs> I'm talking before Sean on, on Saturday, so I just wish to tell everybody thank you for coming out and spending time with us um, on Saturday evening when you could be doing something else. But we appreciate you spending your time and your energy with us. And with that, I'm going to hand it on over to Sean. Sounds like a game show host. And here's shaman. Don't squeeze the shaman. Anyway, what's up, everybody? Attack. Sorry, I was not. Huh? I said that's actually what I was going for. You should, game man. It's kind of like a game <laughs> show. <laughs> the gong show. You're too young for that. Oh, man. Come on down. <laughs> Oh, man, he's too young to remember the gong show, Gus. <laughs> so anyway, I'm sorry I wasn't there last week. I had, uh, I got some kind of bad sinus infection or something. I don't know what happened, but, <clears throat> and then on top of that, I, something else hit me. I don't know what the deal is. I never get sick, and I've been sick twice this year. Once because I accidentally shared a drink with somebody that I didn't realize they drank out of, and that was just stupid. But the other one, I don't know what happened. There was something going around. Anyway, I apologize for that, but uh, I just didn't feel well. We're gonna, um, I'm gonna revisit like we had talked about. JC and I talked about on Wednesday self collusion. So you know, I told you that. Over the next couple months, we're going to be venturing into some teachings that you guys probably aren't very familiar with, and it's going to challenge some of your all's beliefs pretty, pretty uh, strongly, and it's going to force you to answer some of the questions that may have been in your mind, and hopefully, you'll see what pattern has been forming over these months we've been together. And it will help you do that um, and give you stability while you're doing it because these are some serious questions and they need to be answered. And because, uh, you know, we can't really just avoid stuff because it's hard or because it does, you know, it scares us or whatever. Just got to kind of plug ahead, right? So we're going to pick back up where we left off 
which we were talking about faith works, the voice, and trials. And it ties back in, you know, JC and I kind of did it on purpose, with the self-collusion thing, to tie back into this week because there's some points that, you know, again, we work with a lot of people, and a lot of people do listen to this show because of the law aspect of it and trying to figure out their way through the system. So it seems only appropriate to keep dealing with that. But uh, I want to tie back into, I guess, two weeks ago now, some of that and bring in some some uh, other factors in that that ties back into some other stuff that we're going to be leading into. And uh, also I want to share, you know, somebody we just recently helped. It's a very positive um, example of, <clears throat> you know, following your heart and doing what you believe. And um, sorry, the kids were coming down here and they were getting ready to be loud. So um, <clears throat> the Bible, I'm actually just going to seem a little off kilter here, but believe me, raining on the just and the unjust, we're going to tie it in. So in the book of Genesis, chapter 10, we're just going to deal with uh, Nimrod. And the Bible calls him a mighty hunter. It says over in chapter 10, he was a mighty hunter before the Lord, where it is said, even as Nimrod was a mighty hunter before the Lord. This is verse 9, chapter 10, and in the beginning was the kingdom of Babel. Okay. So we've talked in the past about, you know, mainly this show is about trying to get people into the kingdom of heaven, okay? Um, because the kingdom of the Creator is where law harmony, peace, justice, all the things that a lot of the people that we deal with are looking for. So it seems only right to try to determine what and who we're supposed to be and which direction we're supposed to be headed. Um, there's only one destination, right? And there's probably only certain things that we can do to get there. So a mighty hunter, what's really interesting is when you break that word down in the in the Hebrew, and if you will give me a moment, I will do just that. We are on the horn with one another. So it uses some interesting descriptives, okay? It's, uh, I'll try it. Sepeth is how the word's pronounced, I think. Sepeth. And um, the root of the word is a band, a bank. Binding, border, brim, brink, edge, language, lip, and the root of it comes back to provision. So it's kind of interesting when you put all those words, binder, bank, band, border, shore, language. You know, it says in there that uh, in Genesis, it says, let us go down and confound their speech so that they cannot become as one of us. Under, you know, for nothing they imagine would be impossible to them. Um, it's a little bit of a paraphrase, but I'm not looking at it, but that's that's essentially what it says. Nothing they imagine would be impossible to them. That's a pretty big statement that um, whatever was going on at the Tower of Babel was so tremendously powerful Okay, 
that it literally got God's attention and he came down to watch what was going on. And we'll see what it is in chapter 11. And it says, The whole earth was of one language and of one speech. And it came to pass that as they journeyed east, they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. And they said to one another, Let us go and make brick, burn them thoroughly. And they had the brick for stone and slime as they for the mortar. They said, Let us go build a city and a tower whose top may reach unto heaven. Let us make us a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower in which the children of men builded. And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one, and they have all one language. And this they began to do, and now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. So let us go down and confound their language that they may not understand one another's speech. <clears throat> so <laughs> this is how powerful language and when you get into the Hebrew word, it's not just speech, guys. That's not what it's saying. It is a system. What he's describing is borders, shores, banks, bindings, which can insinuate or uh, imply contracts or agreements. My understanding of what it's saying in the Hebrew is much, much more broad than just changing their speech, which I believe he obviously did because on the earth, all of a sudden, Nimrod grabs many different names. All these different gods take on these uh, characteristics, but they're all Mithra, Baal, Nimrod, Isis. All these different gods take on Horus. They all take on similar traits of, of Nimrod. And Nimrod is probably the god Kek, whose skin, uh, skin was uh, blue-green, which is like where some of your David Ikers guys get the reptilian race and all that jive. We're not going there. I'm not suggesting there's a reptilian race. I'm just going to tell you that <clears throat> there was a bunch of gods that came up on the earth all of a sudden, poof, and they were there. But they're all really Nimrod, just by a different name, which makes sense because they just had their speech confounded at the Tower of Babel. But what else is interesting is, you know, we've talked about the kingdoms. They're always trying to recreate, okay? They're always trying to recreate this moment. You look at the modern age, okay, the new age, the new world order, the whatever you want to call it, um, the separation of church and state. It goes by liberalism. It goes by all kinds of different names. But really, all it is is Mystery Babylon repackaged. Okay, so what is the Mystery Babylon? You know, we've talked about this. In my opinion, that is the B system. That's the system where you're either in one kingdom or you're in the other you're either in the kingdoms of men or you're in the kingdom of heaven so you know you you have these decisions to make and you got to we have got to decide okay is it enough just to hear this stuff is it enough just to um hear these neat discussions or go on to a law show and hear some cool remedy and then just go up oh, nine o'clock. I got to go watch football game. Um, I mean, I, that's okay sometimes. Um, but let's think about implementation. Okay. And doing, you know, we talk about, if you love me, you'll follow my commandments. You know, last two weeks ago, 
we talked about in Deuteronomy 8 and Deuteronomy 13, what is the purpose of trials? Um, the purpose of the trial is to shake you to your core. In the book of Acts, it talks about, you know, or in uh, Isaiah talks about what brings you closer. Like, you know, you have these different trials. Actually, it mentions it all over the Bible, but... Um, on this verse. In Genesis 47, okay, in the past, we've talked about what actually happened in uh, Egypt. Give me, guys. I'm going to turn really fast. Not that fast. Over in Genesis chapter 47, check this out. Verse 24 says, It shall come to pass in the increase that ye shall give one-fifth part unto the Pharaoh, and the four parts shall be your own for the seed in the field and, and for your food, and for them in your households, and for food for the little ones. And they said, now listen to this, Thou hast saved our lives. Let us find grace in the sight of my Lord, and we will be Pharaoh's servants. Okay. Now, we just said that Nimrod was a provider. That's what being a great hunter was. Well, what was he a hunter of? He was a hunter of men's souls. If he's a provider, right, what do politicians do today? Hey, if you vote for me, I'll give you better schools. I'll give you lower taxes, and, and, we'll, and we'll change the world together. And, uh, and uh, you know, and they're just always pledging these things to you, and they're always enticing you. Give me your power. Give me your consent. Give me your money. Give me your consent so that I can take it from you and really just get rich and spend it on myself. But they tell you they're always enticing you, right? They always want to offer you something. And you go running to the polls. I mean, you have all these people out there, Trump's going to save us, man. Trump this, Trump that, Trump dude. <laughs> Trump is a puppet like every other president that's ever been in existence because it's owned by some foreign corporation called the Crown. They are the ones that pull the strings. They allow presidents to do very little on their own. So they're not going to save you from anything. The whole mechanism is designed to entice you and trap you like flypaper. Okay? And it, you know, if Nimrod's hunting for the souls of men, and the governments of the world, the kings of the world today are trying to recreate that system, what do you think they're looking for in you? What do you think they're looking for in me? They're looking to take our soul. Care about your money? They can print money. They can do whatever they want to. They make the system that, that that's, they can do whatever they want with that. That's not really what they care about. And it, you notice it's through consent. They're always enticing you, but it's always they want you to consent to it. They could just make you. They could roll a tank out in front of most people's houses right now, and I guarantee you most people run out of their house and lay their guns down right in the front yard because most people aren't going to fight today. And they know that, and they don't have to because they've got them through the mercantile system. They entice them with McDonald's and Target and Walmart and low prices from China and low gas. And, you know, I mean, people sell their souls for any number of reasons. Um and and most people just want to have a generally happy life, and I understand that. I mean, I'm in no desire to have a bad life or be sad or, or anything like that. But is, is that what we're promised? 
I mean, really, is that is that what it's about? Is it about always feeling good? I mean, that would be nice if we could, but, I mean, we know the Bible says that it rains on the just and the unjust. We know that several people on this on this call or people who are going to be downloading this have gone through horrible trials. Some of them have lost children. Some of them have lost their spouse, their homes, their job, freaking flat tires. I mean, just whatever that day sucked for them. That's what happened. And to tell them that if you're just a follower of the Creator, you're not going to have bad days, that leaves a lot of people in a bad position because they're going to be thinking, well, frick. And I, I really have a lot of bad days. Like, <laughs> if you're supposed to have good days, maybe I'm not Maybe I'm not one of the Creator's children. Like, we're not promised that, okay? Like, our job is to bring the kingdom of heaven here. That's our job. And then, imagine if we actually did that. I bet there would be a lot of really good days. I bet you the days would just magnify and multiply the more and more people we bring in, okay? And that's that's kind of what the kingdom of heaven is designed to do. You know, you have governments today, like I see people post on Facebook and, and the arguments in restaurants. They're like, all these kids today, man, they love socialism and and they just want to try socialism. They think it's just crazy, man. We're a representative republic. No, you are a socialist country who borders on totalitarianism and fascism. And there's really not that much difference between all those. You do what you're told. And if you don't think it's a socialist country, just take out your card that says social security. Right there, social insurance. That's socialism. A central bank is about 95% of communism. And... <clears throat> So we're arguing all these isms. What are we looking for? You know, really the church is kind of a communist belief. It's a commune. It's a, they they held everything in trust and shared it, and it was divvied out by your ministers, okay? The Levites, that's what they did. They weren't allowed to own property, so they would have to, you know, they could put them over it, and they would kind of, you know, provide for whoever needed whatever the needs were. So the, this whatever, you want to call it utopia, you want to call it the kingdom of heaven, what we're looking to do is to figure out whether or not, A, that's what we want, and B, if it is, are we in it? Um, it's not enough just to say it. It's not enough just to hear about it. There's got to be some kind of implementation. In the book of Acts, okay, it talks about, you know, repent and be baptized. That's what Peter says. Repent and be baptized. That's in Acts chapter 238. What does repent mean? Repent means to turn from a system of belief and do a 180 and go the opposite way. Okay, and some people are baptized by fire. Like, in a minute, I want if JC wants to get in on this, he can. If he doesn't, and I don't know if our friend is on the phone or not, he doesn't have to use his name. If he is, I've already told him I'd like him to talk a little bit tonight. But um, the trials, okay, we talked about in Deuteronomy 8 and 13, why does God bring trials or test you? It's so he can figure out if you're his or not. Every trial is like, it just picture it in your mind like a quest. You're a knight on a quest. And I don't know if anybody's ever seen the movie um, King Arthur, the really old one back in the 80s. It was kind of corny. They had all these shiny armor and a shiny head on Merlin, but... They had to find this holy grail, and they had to figure out this riddle, and they had to go here, and some went there, and some went here, right? And they had to figure out all these things, and a lot of them, like, died on the way. 
but they weren't allowed to give up until they solved this riddle. That's kind of what salvation is like. You know, God's going to put you through tests and trials, and that's some of them at court. He's going to put you through these tests so that he can pull you because every test is going to strengthen your faith. That's what it's designed to do. And the more support you have in that, like, you know, I've been there for John. John's been there for me. We've been there for Gus. We've been there for other people. Other people are there for us. And that's the way the support groups are supposed to be working. That's what the kingdom of heaven is. It's a coming together or an assembling, right, of a body led by the creator that is supposed to be supporting and working people into a system where their lives can be better. You know, it's supposed to be a good kingdom. If you have freedom, you have freedom. You know, you have peace, more abundantly you get peace, more abundantly you get freedom. These things are, you know, the fruits of the Spirit. Again, love, joy, peaceful, patient, kind, good, full of faith, self-controlled, gentle. If you do all those things, if, if you're not in those fruits, something's wrong. You've deviated. I don't care what the circumstance is. If you're outside of those fruits, you're not in the spirit. Something is wrong. Now, it may have been very traumatic, maybe something God's very understanding of. Um, I'm not suggesting that. But what I'm saying is you've got to fight your way back to those fruits somehow because that's where heaven is. And we can bring a type of heaven here. That's why he calls it the kingdom of heaven. We can bring it right here. But the antithesis to that, the anti-system of kingdom of heaven, is when what? They're building their own tower. They're sitting on their own throne. Let us make a name for ourselves. Let's build a tower that touches heaven. What did Lucifer say when he cast him out? I will be like the Most High. What was the lie in the garden? Ye shall be as God, to know good from evil. It's the same stinking lie wrapped in a different package and given over and over again. It's like that uh, that movie that Farrell was in where he kept, like they'd give him a gift and he'd give it back to him and not remember that they gave it to him. So, I mean, it's over and over again, repackaged, same thing. And that's the mystery Babylon. It's the It's the alternate system to what God has created. And he said the kingdom is now. Behold, today is the day. Like, you can have it now. I don't mean you're going to have a great day every day. I'm saying you can have the kingdom of heaven now. That's what this show is about. That's what this ministry is about. That's what these relationships are about. It's about bringing that kingdom to earth. In the meantime, there's a lot of people going through a lot of stuff. And this is where we've got to get more condensed and come together so we can start being support groups. I'm sure there's plenty of people. I mean, we get anywhere upwards of 500 downloads some weeks. And we've gotten as high as 1,300 on Angela's show. So I have to believe that some of those people live in the same areas and that they can come together as one and start helping each other. Um, <clears throat> the key to that in the book of James, you know, of course, we always hang out in the book of James because that's a good book to hang out in. But he talks in uh, chapter 2. Verse 5, about being heirs of the kingdom which he promised to them that love him. Okay? Rich in faith has God not chosen the poor of this world rich in faith. Okay? He's trying to bring his kingdom to this earth through us. Uh, let's see here. 
And then, you know, we talked about the trials. We talked about that. Blessed is a man that endures temptation, for when he's tried, he shall receive a crown of life in which the Lord has promised to them that love him. It's always to them that love him. What does he test you for? To find out if you love him. What did he allow man to fall in the garden for? To find out if man was going to love him. That's the whole purpose. God wants to love us, but he wants us to love him because we want to, not because we have to, not because he's the only thing to choose from. Not only do we have Satan to choose from, but don't we even have ourselves to choose from? We can be our own God, right? Don't they, Shirley MacLaine and all the New Age movement, be your own God? I mean, it's the same same gift in a different package. <clears throat> but let's see what happens when I've got a really good friend. Are, is, are you on here, good buddy, that I talked to this afternoon? If you are, raise your hand so Gus can notice you. If you're not, I'm just going to tell a story for you. We had a guy that we started helping. <clears throat> now, when we first talked to him, I talked to him before uh, JC because he was... Uh, hey, Sean, does he know how to raise his hand? I have no idea. I don't even know how to raise my hand. Does he? It's star two. Press star two to raise your hand or star six to unmute yourself. Do you know what the area code is? Because there's somebody 407 that is unmuted. But no, it would, be a four, it would be a four, two, three. Okay. It would be a four two three area. Uh, okay. There's one of those besides J C. Oh no. Four two three five oh two. Um no, that's my uh, wife. Star six to unmute. All right. Sorry, go ahead. Anyway, if he's not on or if he can just jump in if he is. But here's what happened. <clears throat> He was talking to a dude that was leading him down. He was he was doing things. This was a tax case, and he was doing the Pete Hendrickson stuff, and he was digging a hole with a shovel the size of Oklahoma every time he dove it into the ground. And it it looks good. It's enticing, right? I mean, some of that stuff really seems to make sense. He's a very smart man, a very good man. Um, JC and I like him immensely. But he was heading down the wrong path, and I had talked to him, a little while before it and he's like nah i'll think about it but i don't think that really sounds like it's for me and of course you know for some time he did not but i think you know one of the when we had talked i'm like well just make sure you pray about it and follow your heart now i can't tell you the circumstances by which he came to an understanding but i remember we had a conversation with him and this buddy that was helping him and this guy meant well and he had some really good ideas but he was mixing worlds, you know. He was he was in the the world of man, and he was in the world of the Creator. And you can't do that. You can't mix jurisdictions. So he was really just getting ready to put in some paperwork. It was horrible, horrible. And you know, again, we don't make people do what we want them to do or tell them what to believe. We just share what we believe and what we would do. We don't give legal advice. We're not attorneys. And we just said, look, man, like, you know, I wouldn't do that if it were me. Here's what I did. And I guess for whatever he did, he prayed about it. And it, it came, he's like, hey, I think I'd like to explore this more because it seems to make more sense with what I'm feeling or thinking. Of course, we were, you know, glad to help him. So 
we started working with them. And I guess we, we worked for them about maybe three months, I think, something like that. Just you know, we spent quite a bit of time with him because it was, you know, he had some great ideas and deep in his heart, he knew what he wanted to say, but he didn't know how to say it. So we had to work with him until he found that place because it has to be his realization. Okay. He has to believe it. We can't make him do it. All we can do is share the opportunity and allow God to work in his heart. And over time, he started to kind of come to the understanding, oh, okay. And he, what he did was exactly what Peter said to do, repent. Well, when you repent, if you're going a certain direction, repenting is turning from that direction and going the opposite way. And that's what he did. But he had to have faith to do that, right? So faith caused the work. What was the work? Repentance. So faith and works together, boom, led him to what? So he goes in. He knows what's in his heart. No, he doesn't know all the words. He doesn't know exactly what to say. He's not, you know, he's not you know, up on all the lingo and all that, but he did know one thing. I'm not a slave. I don't want Pharaoh for my king. I have a king. His name is Yeshua. And I don't need your king. And, you know, I'm not trying to cause any harm and I'm not fighting anybody. And he tried to settle the matter in honor. Well, there you go, guys. You just witnessed the kingdom. This man was in the wrong kingdom heading down the wrong path to the wrong destination, he was going to be pulverized by this system that was overlaid on him that he thought was the correct system. And he, through faith, okay, it wrought repentance, which is a work that led him to being justified. Now, he's already saved, so it was just his trial he was being tested and here's the really cool thing check this out i don't know if anybody's ever you know i i can't speak for anybody on this this phone call but think about in your life okay when you've had something in your mind that was just you just knew that this was the answer you just knew you were right man i am right y'all ain't changing my mind I'm smart, I'm studied, I've read this, you ain't changing my mind. And then one night you're laying there and a still small voice says, uh, hey man, you're wrong. You 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 gotta go that way, or you're gonna get into a pit with a bunch of thorns over there and you're not gonna make it out. You're gonna have to turn and go down that path. That path doesn't look very good, but I promise you it opens up just on the other side of that tree line and the sun will start shining. You're going to have to trust me. That is a very, very, very hard place to be. I can tell you because I've been there. I'm sure some people on this call have been there. When your life is dark and desolate and it looks hopeless and it looks like you're losing and you're getting pounded in every direction you turn, you feel like somebody is just smacking you across the face, taking you, putting your life on the line. You're scared, afraid, lonely. Friends are leaving you. You have all these things going on, man. People think you're nuts. Then all of a sudden, the sun shines. And then what happens? People are like, whoa, 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 whoa. 
what happened, man? Like, I thought you were crazy. But you held fast. I thought for sure you were you were in trouble. What did you do? Oh, well, I trusted in Yahshua. I trusted in the Creator, man. I followed what I knew in my heart was right. I trusted I'm trying to build this kingdom, see, that he gave us. And when I did what I was told to do instead of what I wanted to do, boom, it worked out. And then what do they want? Well, can you tell me how to do that? Can you tell me about this law stuff? Can you tell me about this kingdom thing? People get excited about it, man. People get, they're like, whoa, you, what do you mean you can be free? What do you mean you don't have to do this? You don't have to do that. No, you don't have to do that. You don't have to consent. You don't have to participate. You don't have to sell your soul for a McDonald's cheeseburger or for a social insurance card or for a friggin' driver's license. You don't have to do that. There is another kingdom that's excluded. Excluded. I cannot tell you how many times you go to a 501c3 church and one of the first things you hear is, make your tax-deductible donation out to Faith of Living Church Bible. You know, it's like, oh, it's a tax deduction. Oh, okay, it has nothing to do with feeding that little kid. Or, you know, it's a tax deduction. Look, it's great, I guess, if you're in that system, if that's what you want. But should that be the focus? That's an enticement, isn't it? Well, we give us a tax deduction. We'll give you a tax deduction if you if you just give us your money. You know, <clears throat> and these people out here making millions of dollars doing it. They're making millions of dollars, man. They're spending on jets and $8 million houses and church pews and big glass buildings. Man, Jesus hung out in a field breaking bread. He didn't build no big friggin' building. He just hung out with some people taught some cool stuff, and fed people. And when he was tested, when he was brought up on the mountain, he was tested, he stood where he stood. He didn't back down. He trusted in the Father. He had faith that the, that the path that was before him was the right one, and he stayed on the path. He made it through. He finished his faith. He fought the fire. He was baptized. He was baptized by fire. I mean, he went through it. Well, he set an example for us. Like, this is what we're supposed to do. It's not, <clears throat> this, this modern idea of church is just a wreck. It's just a wreck. It's a joke. Um, it's supposed to be much more than that. I mean, I'm not saying I'm against a building, guys. I mean, it, it's nothing wrong with getting out of the rain when you meet. But I think it starts becoming kind of the emphasis. And you have all these kind of, idolatrous things going on like altars and it's traditions and then you know it's, it's a mess it's a mess and you know <clears throat> we can undo this like we can we can do our thesis right we can nail our 99 problems like we can change this back around to more aligned with what i think the bible teaches which is getting out of these kingdoms of men right communing with one another that's what communing means and sharing what we're supposed to share and working together in the capacity that christ set the example of and bring that kingdom here that's what changes the world the way you stop these courts from running over everybody is by changing their hearts you're not going to go in there with headstrong guns and stuff and start taking them over there are just too many of them okay 
you got to change their hearts. you got to get in there and get to their heart. But first, got to change your heart. You've got to see if you're in the wrong kingdom or not, if you're supporting the wrong system, and if so, what are the steps I need to make? Because most people can't just turn around and step out. They can turn around, but it may be a long walk back to the regular path. Like, But at least turn around. At least recognize your position in the woods before you go so deep you can't hear dad's voice anymore. Make a decision. I'm going to turn around, and I'm going to do and support the things that are bringing me to that open sunshine that's on the other side of that tree line. Some people have to walk 100 miles. Some people have to walk 100 feet, but we all got to walk somewhere. So just asking you guys to really start thinking about this deep in your heart. Pray about it. Think about it. Logic your way into this thing. Listen to this message. Listen to the messages in the past. God's telling you something over and over again. Come follow me. Follow me. Quit following Trump. Follow Christ. Quit following governor such and such. Follow Christ. Quit being a Republican Democrat. Follow Christ. Be Christ-like. Come out of her, my people. I go and I prepare a place for you. That's what he's doing. He is He's literally trying to pull us out of that Babylonian system that Nimrod set up so long ago to bring us to a position where we can be like that other guy who had the faith, repented, turned it around, and stood fast, even to his death. Like, even if they were going to kill him, I believe he would have stood. I do not think he would have bent his knee. I think JC probably agrees with that. This is one guy we believe is true blue. Um, so... Again, this this whether you realize it or not, this message is very important standing alone, but it's also very important for where we're going. Um, there's going to be some, like I said, some cool stuff coming down the pike, but it's going to challenge some people's the way they look at some things, and that's good. It's good to be challenged. It's good to think differently, and it's good to try to ask some questions and look at some information that may make you think differently than you did yesterday. That's called growing, and it's okay. Um, so with that, I just want to say, God, thanks for letting us hang out. Thanks for your word. Give us understanding. Help us with our relationships and teach us what you need us to do. And most importantly, help us recognize it. In your name, amen. That's it. Amen. Thank you, Sean. Hey, your friend's on. He says he's having a hard time getting on, but he's not muted. So I'd like to I definitely I want to him to sure his phone. Can you, yeah, can you hear I mean, me? I still like There you are. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Hey, Sean. You there? I was there all the time. I just, I was punching buttons like crazy and I couldn't get through. <laughs> it, hey, man. Yeah, I still want hey. you to talk about your experience if you don't mind. Like, you don't have to say your name or well, nothing, but. Well, there, there's not a whole lot more to say beyond what you said. Uh, I, I think. I told you earlier today a couple of points that you didn't mention. One was, even though, well, number one, you're right. When you decide to change course, uh, I did it on, on 
on pure faith, all right? And probably because the message uh, resonated a little bit uh, with me. I don't know why. Uh, I have a lot of confusing thoughts about it right now. But uh, you still have an element of doubt about it. And those that have and for the man in the black dress, uh, I'll tell you this. Um, you tend and stand your ground. You can see him working hard to power over you exactly as JC and Sean are telling you. All right, he does all the things, and then you start asking yourself, why is he working so hard? Well, you know the answer to that question simply because you've been prepared for it, and that is he's trying to find ways to get that jurisdiction over you. Uh, and I suppose he ultimately did by one of his uh, tricky ways because he asked if I had a driver's license, and, and I've talked at length with him. I did have a driver's license in my pocket. It's the only thing I carried in there. I left my wallet, but I did have the driver's license to get through the security at the front of the courthouse. So I thought about it for a minute, and I said, well, yeah, I guess I do. Um, so he asked to see it, and and he carried on from there. So even so, um, I still had to go to visit with the uh, U.S. attorney in their offices. And again, you can see when you're answering questions, this particular USA was studying me very carefully, trying to figure out, is this guy for real? Now, I did not, uh, I, I don't know how much folks on the line know about Sean's case, where he was uh, standing his ground with a lot of biblical truths. I didn't do that, because I was warned that, uh, number one, if you're not as adept with the word as, as Sean is, perhaps you're going to fall on your face. So I didn't do that, but I did stand my ground, and I did answer some questions, for instance, uh, when they asked if I had any trusts. I said, everything I have is held in trust by my family and was given to me by my father in heaven. So, um, and I could tell out of the corner of my eye that the U.S. attorney was watching very carefully when I said that and trying to discern, is this guy for real? Um, so you you start, when you see little little hints of the truth uh, little cracks in their armor like that. Um, it's almost like little rays of sunshine are popping through their their armor, and and you get an inkling that there's there's real here. Um, something JC has said to me before was a lot of people don't know how close they are to the victory, and they roll over and quit right at the finish line, and. And that and that resonated with me. I mean, that was in my ears when I went into the courthouse, and uh, I was determined I wasn't going to quit. And I didn't quit. Uh, I didn't do everything exactly right, but nevertheless, I was uh, standing my ground on on truth alone. And and you know, when they <laughs> when I stood there and kept telling him I'm not a U.S. citizen, I felt comfortable saying that because I know the things we think are U.S. citizens are not true. What we thought we were as a U.S. citizen is not what they think it is, but that's how they're trying to get power over us. So I remember that thinking that, um, and 
I guess one other predominant thought was when uh, when Jesus was standing before uh, all the people put him to trial, whether it be the, the, the chief priest or whether it be Herod or Pilate, um, for the most part he stood silent or he agreed with what they said. You, In other words, I just read it today. He said, when they said, are you, you, you say you're the king of the Jews, and he says, you said so. Um, and I kept remembering a lot of times I just wouldn't answer. I didn't deny answering the question. I just, he'd make a statement like he tried trying to elicit a response from me, but it wasn't a question, so I wouldn't address it. And he went to great lengths to try to humiliate me, and I let that pass as well. Um, just because I did not want to engage him in anything that would result in any kind of uh, arguments or give him anything out of my mouth he could use as further leverage against me. So that was how I stood. Uh, and it, it's 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 frightening. Uh, I've done a lot of scary things in my life, and this was one of them. I've run out of air scuba diving 100 feet underwater. It's, it's scary, but this is just as scary. So for those of you that, uh, uh, you know, think it's easy, make up your mind. But, you know, I, you know, pray for God to be a light under your feet to guide your steps. And that's what I did. And I knew, I didn't know I was totally right, but I knew I was not theirs. I was, I've always known this. I knew before, years ago before I knew Sean, I knew years ago that, I'm not their slave. I'm not theirs to command. And who the hell are they to order me or tell me I have to keep a record of every transaction in my life and report it to the, that just didn't make sense to me. So um, I don't I don't know where it's going to end up. There might be more trials in the future, but nevertheless, I'm in it for the long haul. And, uh, got a lot more learning to do. That's why you find me on these calls. Got any questions for me, Sean? I just don't think I think, I think if I ran out of air I'd be underwater, man. I think that'd be a little more scary than that. <laughs> I'd be crapping my Yeah, pants. that's pretty scary. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty scary, you know. Um so yeah, I, I've done a lot of things like that. Uh, jumped out of an airplane and had the canopy wrap around my head. And uh, that happens so fast you don't have time to get scared. But anyway, um be that as it may, this is scary stuff. It's scary stuff because they want it to be scary. It's designed to be scary. You walk into that that big marble building that's four stories tall, and you're in the lobby, and there's nothing between you and the fourth story ceiling. It's designed to overwhelm you. No, you've said this before. I've heard you say it before, but it's the truth. For those of you that haven't walked into these places, that's what it's designed to do. And he sits up there 30 feet away, and he's probably a good eight, nine feet higher. His head is higher than yours because he's sitting up on a bench, you know, like he's some superior person, and he's not, and he's not, you know, I, I think, Sean, one of the things you used to say was uh, one of the ways you recover from losing jurisdiction is you can uh, address him, say, uh, something like uh, speaking man to man, and I said that to him once, and he got very offended, he, he told me, I'm a judge, in, in no uncertain terms, and I looked at him in the most innocent, casual way, and I said, yeah, but you're still a man. Whether you're a judge, I didn't say whether you're a judge or not. But that's what I was thinking. I said you're still a man, and then I continued <laughs> on speaking. Um, and he is. He's a man first. He was a man first. Now, if he wants to take on the mantle of of a Satan's person, well, that's a whole different kettle of fish. But I was speaking to the man. So anyway, that's that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. 
Yeah, there's <laughs> only one judge, man, as far as I know. That's it. There's only one there's That's only it. one judge. <laughs> That's a good job, Bill. I got something. Are you there, JC? Okay, no. Uh, Is he speaking? Yeah, I got, I got something to. Yeah, I got something to say. Um, you know, there's a there's actually a uh, plaque hanging in my my home and it says, "God didn't promise us an easy life. He just promised us help with it." And and that's gonna bring me to to this uh, poetry that that really speaks dear to my heart. And it says, uh, son, just remember when you fight to be free, you see things how they are and not how you like them to be. So even when the world is falling on top of me, just remember Pesachin, not a philosophy. And I thank God for teaching me humility. True, true. Uh, well, I mean, it's all a test. Yeah, it's it's all tough and and be kind of like you were saying with the trial. You know, this this probably isn't the last trial. Everybody, you know, it's a trial. It's a try all. It's a try all of us, and and we're all going through trials every single day of our lives. And it it doesn't always have to be in court. You know, we go through through trials with relationships. We go through trials with friendships. We go through trials and tribulations with family members and, you know, people we work with, people that we associate ourselves with. We go through trials and things that we get ourselves into, um, you know, troubles that we get ourselves into, take, take it from me, I've got myself into a lot of trouble before. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like it's just one step at a time, one day at a time. And, you know, there's a Chinese proverb that says, how do you start a thousand-mile journey by taking the first step, um, you know. And, and I, I just heard from someone else, this evening, how, how do you eat an elephant <laughs> by taking the first bite? <laughs> you know, so it's just something that when you decide, when you're comfortable, when you know in your heart that this is the true path, that this is the true way to walk, you know, the the fear gets lifted. It's all of those things that you were afraid of before, and it doesn't mean that you won't still be afraid, but that fear, that that daunting emotion over you that controls you, leave. You know, the, the Father, the man, you know, God in heaven has the power to take that off of your heart. And, and then you just got to you just got to keep walking and moving forward. Yeah, like one way to think of it really is like every day, I mean, court is 365, 24-7. Like you're in court now and there is a judge. His name is Yahweh. Like when you look at it like that, guys, you tell me one earthly judge that should scare you more than that. 
like every decision, like JC was just talking about, that you're in a trial with your a family member or a spouse or something like that. That's all still being recorded. You're still in front of a judge. And he's watching everything we do. And he is keeping a record. So, you know, if you can stand in that court every day, you shouldn't have a hard time standing in theirs. Because theirs, the worst they can do is kill you. I mean, they can't take your soul if you don't give it to them. And... um and that's really what it's all about, because that's what they're after. You know, in Revelations, it talks about, let's see what, it's Revelations 18, 13, okay? So if Nimrod's the hunter, and what is he hunting? Men's souls. Well, in Revelation, it talks about the great mystery of Babylon trading the souls of men. When that city falls, it's all mercantile, right? So we're back to admiralty, which is what? Administrative. What's administrative? Their courts. They're just pulling you over into another jurisdiction. And that's what uh, our buddy there was talking about, how if, if, it, if, you, if it was just presumed, okay, if it was just a known fact that you were in their jurisdiction and they had control over you, why do they have to try so hard to get jurisdiction away? Like why why would they wouldn't they just come grab you? Wouldn't they just come do this and this and this and this? But they only do that to people who don't know better who give them jurisdiction. What happens when the one guy says no? No, thank you. Don't wish to contract. Now it's a battle for jurisdiction. And you can sit in courts and watch it all the time. And then they'll use little key phrases, keywords, enticements. And they may even offer you like a greatest deal in the world. They'll just all they're trying to do is get your soul because once you bend your knee, once you petition them, once you plea to that God, Apotheos, the man sitting up there in the black robe, boom, you're theirs. And that's all they really want. Well, I think you've made the right decision to start getting an attorney. I just have to say that's that's the best decision you've made. Of course they're going to say that stuff. So that's what the trials are for, to find out what kingdom you're in. You know, David went through his trials. Saul, he went through his trials. He failed. The Holy Spirit departed from him. King David failed, repented. The Holy Spirit almost departed from him. You have all these people in the Bible. Daniel in the lion's den faced a trial. You know, he had to sit there with a bunch of lions because he wouldn't bend his knee. Meshach, Reshach, and Abednego had to go into the fiery furnace because they wouldn't bend their knee to another king. You know, that's just the way it is. It sucks, but that's... That's it, man. I mean, that's what it's about. It's about bending your knee to one king, one judge. That's it. One kingdom. That's it. That's what this message was about. What kingdom are you in? It's the same message we've been talking about, just in a different way. Because it's important when we go forward on some of this other stuff. Because what do we say when we very first started these shows? We're going to study the originals, not the counterfeits, so that when we get to the counterfeit, you guys recognize it with no problem. Because we're heading towards some really big counterfeits. <clears throat> so, anyway, Gus, did you have anything else? No, sir. I'm uh, I'm just listening. I'm posting uh, the the different uh, scripture that you mentioned is in the chat for anybody listening to the call later who wants to go back and look at it. Um, but no, I, I don't have anything else. I, I agree fully with everything you've said. 
I've been through similar experiences, and I've um, I've heard clearly from God to not do something in the past, and I went ahead. Well, I didn't go ahead. I I did obey, and I but I kept I kept wanting to do that thing, and He literally said, "Fine, go ahead," and I did, and I regretted it, and so it's it's important it's important to pay attention it really is and to, you know he's looking out for 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 what's best for us yeah and and you know it's it this has to be a group effort it has to be a group effort so we're like i said we're trying to work on the web page so that you guys can have a home base to come to as far as at least this part of what we do. And, you know, JC's pumping out videos left and right. Um, you know, we're doing a Wednesday call. They're all designed to get us to know who we really are and the creator so we can be powerful in truth and we can change things. I mean, that's the whole point of this is to do it together. So just keep that in your minds and in your hearts. And uh, again, don't support systems that undo what we're all trying to do here together. There's, that's just counterproductive, and sometimes it can probably be downright sinful. So just be very cautious, pray, study, research the stuff we talk about. Check us to see if we're you know, saying the truth. Check up on us. It's fine. We we welcome that kind of thing, you know. We don't really hide anything for the most part. We're just, you know, we give it an order and the way it needs to be given so that people don't go out and do things they shouldn't do. Like we've dealt with a lot of people. Well, I filed a claim. <laughs> Man, don't do that. Just wait. Learn what you got to learn first, and then you can go in and do the big boy stuff like you got to learn how to walk before you can run. So, but with that, Gus, I mean, I'm, uh, I don't really have anything else. I mean, I think we're done. Okay. That sounds good. Unless you have anything you want to say or do or whatever, but as far as the message and everything, no, I think can, we're done. Yeah, you can find uh, Sean and JC and myself on uh, redressthedummies.org as well as uh, Common Law Shamanism on Facebook. Um our emails are scattered here and there. I give out my phone number in the chat and different places. Um glad you guys could all be here and um we'll be back a couple more times next week. Two or three actually three times. You know. Join us for uh, our health show or or law on Wednesday night and see how it all ties in and, um I I don't have anything else to add. Thank you. There's there's one there's one other thing. I'm trying desperately to figure out how to post this PDF on the Common Law Shamanism page on Facebook. It is for all the people who are big on the Constitution, and this is the Senate report from 1973 talking about the Trading with the Enemy Act, which shows you exactly what they think of the Constitution. And I may have to post it. I'm going to try and get with Gus and figure out a way to do it because it's not one that it, i have the file saved but it's like a link save and it will not allow people to link to it um but i do have the original report on my computer i just can't get it on there um 
It's 16 yeah, pages. Send me a, so, send me a link and send me a link and I'll well, put it up there. If you if you're gonna it won't, if you're gonna put that if it you're won't work. in it. Well, just give me the link it and won't. I'll figure it out. Um, the other thing about trading with the enemy, I don't know if you've ever heard Gene Schroeder talk about that, but I can send you that if you're interested. Yeah, I mean, I I pretty much know what it is, but it never hurts to get other information. I mean, this is just this is okay. just unequivocally what they're doing. I mean, this is from the Senate, so like it's their report. Mm-hmm. It's not a commentary on it. It's actually the minutes. It's what they wrote and said, and it's uh, it's pretty interesting. But yeah, please send that. I'll try to get this to you. I I have one one more announcement. Um, I put out a video uh, yesterday calling out an attorney who commented on on one of my my other videos, and he said that he will be coming on the show live on October third, so that Shaman and I can debate him on the show. Uh, so I, I wish to go ahead and get that information out there um, so that you guys can get ready and be prepared and, you know, look forward to it. And also on another note, uh, kind of like Shaman was saying, this is a group effort. Um, one big thing about the videos, like I'm putting a lot of time and effort and energy into creating them. And I would really appreciate if everybody would just put a little bit of time and energy into trying to share them and get them out um, in any type of social media form or platform that you can so we can get the maximum amount of people watching this and knowing and understanding uh, as quickly as possible. Yeah, it's good information. And tell everybody that you can get everybody to come on with this attorney. I mean, get everybody on the shows anyway. But this attorney thing is going to be funny. It's going to be a good show. JC was saying his, uh, his attitude towards, towards the whole sovereign citizen thing is hilarious. <laughs> Did you go and look at some of those videos he made, Gus? I haven't. I've been outside all week. I haven't. I come in, I crash, I do shows, and I head back out in the morning. I haven't had a chance to do anything. Uh, well, yeah, he, he barely, uh, made it. barely made it Wednesday. What's that? Uh, Shaman can go ahead. I was I was about to thank everybody for coming out and spending their time with us. No, I got nothing. That was it. That was good. Uh, yeah, ditto, ditto. Right. Well, thank Thanks, everybody, for coming out and spending your time with us. We appreciate it. All right, guys. Good night. Sure do, and thank you for. Uh... Thanks for your friend uh, coming over and sharing his story as well. That's uh, that's really. Wonderful. You guys have a great night. Thanks for the uh thanks for the lesson, Sean. Appreciate it. Oh, Talk no problem. Soon. See ya. All right, have a good night. All right. Good night.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.